Coming to you live from the Morningstar Mission Sponsored Studios, this is Carl and Crew Mornings on 90.1 FM Moody Radio. All right, guys, here we go on this Freedom Friday. Really just thrilled with what God's doing among the Boom Crew, and it's been an incredible week featuring every age and stage of life. And I just want to spike again. Those of you that are in your 80s and above, I went through last night and watched a good number of uh, these sunrise features. And oh my goodness, (laughs) I was like, holy cow, if I'm at a point in life, I guess any age and stage, I was encouraged by these things. I'm like, shoot, man. These features, one of them just throws its eyes to the galaxies and looks up. And that's just a, that's so characteristic of David Needham and how he taught, how he spoke of the grandeur of God. And I was in awe of these clips and how inspiring and how encouraging they can be for anyone at any age and stage of life. But if you missed what we played in the opening half hour of our show today, I want to encourage you to just, by faith, if you believe us at all, Text the word legacy to our number and pass on these little vignettes, these 25 features of David Needham, who went on to his reward not even seven days ago, Allie. It's, I mean, when you think about that, that he just a couple days after the last video was posted. Yeah. And he got to see this come to completion. Yeah. And then the Lord took him home. Yeah. So text legacy and we'll get these into your hands. But the reality is we have a lot of people living in isolation And a lot of people are alone and lonely. Being alone is a terrifying thing. All of us have gone through seasons where we've maybe sat in our sin or sat in our sorrow alone. Whew, that's a risky spot because it's just like, it's like MMA, man. Satan's just pounding you. It's like pound and grind is, I think, the term they use in MMA. Isn't it MMA cage fighting? Isn't that it? I'm not talking. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not talking WWF, World Wrestling Federation. <laughs> yeah, not so much that. But I'm talking about this cage fighting, and it's when you're alone. It's like Satan's on top of you, just beating the blood out of you, man. And I'm sorry for being so graphic, but it's that graphic. And we don't want anyone to be alone. We just don't want anyone to be alone. And your ministry to someone who is maybe in their latter years that feels isolated and alone. What a comfort to send them something like this, huh, Allie? If you missed it, just text the word LEGACY to 312-274-9624. LEGACY to 312-274-9624. We've got a lot of ground we're going to cover here today. We're going to be featuring a play that is underway, got kicked off last night. There's three more showings of this thing, one today, one Saturday, one Sunday afternoon at 3.30, a partnership between Chicago Hope Academy and Moody Bible Institute. As a matter of fact, coming up here in a minute, let's get that featured. Let's do that. It's um, a really cool play, uh, but Man, it's a joy to be able, this whole week, hasn't this been a joy to minister to every age and stage of life? It really has. It's been a joy. Well, good morning, Boom Crew. Again, legacy to 312-274-9624. Good morning. Waking you up with adrenaline and Jesus. We're Carl and Crew Mornings. Do any acting in school, Young Thunder? I did. Oh, boy. 
Yep, I was a theater kid. Were uh, you really? Well, I mean, how like, come we're finding this out right now? I feel like I've told you guys. No, this. you haven't. Kid? Well, like minorly, I did. Minorly, I, okay. I took an acting and directing class when I was in high school. You and never told us this, really? Never. Oh, okay, I did acting and directing when I was in high school, and the end of the class, we had to put on like a children's play. So it wasn't as big as the main high school play was, but we did children's plays. So we did Alice in Wonderland, and I was either Tweedledee or Tweedledum. I can't remember which one of them I was, because uh, they, you know, they do the same things at the same time. And then the year after that, I was Peter Pan in Peter Pan. You were the the lead. Hold yeah. it. Young Thunder. Did, what? How have I not told you guys this before? I well, really that's a I, question for yourself. <laughs> I didn't know you were. Did you get to fly? Uh, no, there was no flying oh. contraptions. Uh, it was, it was a, a little less fancy than that. <laughs> Still fun. Did you have but a costume? I did have a costume. You uh, had a onesie? I did not. No, no, no tights. Shoes, those little elf shoes? No, they did more of like a, uh, kind of like a, I don't like a forest kid. So like I went <laughs> barefoot. I looked okay. dirty. I had like vines and stuff. It was the very foresty yeah. Peter Pan. Did you have to sing? There was no singing in that one either. No. What, oh. what did you do? I acted. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you just just walk around on yeah. the stage, right? I cried when Tinkerbell died. Yeah. Oh. Well, when then she didn't die because she was about to die, and then she didn't because everybody claps for her. See, things that you learn <laughs> about your colleagues. So long ago. That's really fun. Yeah. I want to see you on the big screen, man. I would I would have a lot of fun doing acting again. I have not done acting stuff since then. What role would you play on a big screen film? Ooh, a big screen film. That's a good You're question. You good guy? You hero? You yeah, bad guy? I would be I would probably be better off as as a good guy on something. I don't think bad guys not in my personality, so I don't know if I could make well, it work. Well, that's why naturally. it's acting. Well, that's true, but I don't know if I could I don't know if I could pull it off being a bad guy. Well, Maybe, there's some days in here when I think you could pull it off. <laughs> Maybe if I was if I was gonna be a bad guy, I feel like I could I feel like I could be an a gangster in an old like kind of like a Godfather film. I think I could pull that off. No way. Yeah. I feel now like I I, I'll go with you on some bad guy things, but that one, no way. Young Thunder. I feel like I could. You look like a little bit older baby Gerber commercial. You can't do Italian mobster. Maybe I could. You though. can't. It ain't working. Dude. That's what wow. acting is. Wow. I hate this to is... break it to you, but that ain't working. I can kind of see it. Yeah. Allie, you cannot. No, you are just going I'm with the money. I'm not saying I am, I am Marlon Brando, I'm, but like maybe I'm like one of the younger guys. Maybe I'm Al Pacino when in the first movie where he kind of looks like a kid. Listen, here's I've got you cast. Do you? You're a modern day Hardy boy in a Hardy boy mystery. In a Hardy boy and you're the curious Hardy boy who's cruising around looking for, and you're, you've got this wild-eyed discovery. Ah. I've got it, guys. I figured it out. The Hardy boy. You got the little emoji face going on. You, you know what the, I? You know what I feel like my my part to play would be John Travolta in Greece. If I was going to be a main actor in something, because the leather jacket, the white T-shirt, that's kind of the grease hair. That that's kind of what I used to do anyway. So that's like my my shtick. <laughs> this so. is getting better and better. You ever John roll Travolta up cigs in your sleeve? I didn't do that. No. Okay. No, no, no. That's good to know. <laughs> really good to know. 
Listen, I'm old enough to remember when they still did that in high school. There was a couple of guys that were throwbackers, apparently. Maybe wow. their dad sent them off to school and said, you want to look cool? This is how you look cool. Roll up those cigarettes in your shirt sleeves. It was a little out of Didn't date. No, that was a real thing. Oh, yeah. That's where they carried them. Roll those bad boys up. Show everybody you got them so you yeah. can look cool. Got my cigs. It's not cool. Waking you up with adrenaline and Jesus. We're Carl and Crew Mornings. Well, if you like the theater, if you fo- do you follow any theater? Do you have any shows that you remember? You know any of the songs? I'm not a huge the theater classic? guy, but when I get there, I love it. Let's <laughs> this, put it that way. The song, If I Were a Rich Man, from the classic Fiddler on the Roof. There's a production happening this weekend that we want to feature. It's being put on by our team here at Moody Bible Institute, combined with Chicago Hope Academy. Jory Jennings joining us right now. First, give us the overview of what this show is all about for those who aren't familiar with the classic. Yes, this is uh, set in the early 1900s in Russia, and it focuses on Tevya, who is a milkman and has five daughters. And he is uh, very moved by the traditions of his Jewish faith. And this is a journey of both his family and also the Jewish people, um, with the Russians kicking them out of their home. And so Tevya not only has to... Um, contend with external forces, um, forcing them out. But he also is watching his daughters get married, one of whom marries a Russian Christian. And that is um, a space too far for him to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's an amazing production. Many of you listening right now are familiar with this. Fiddler on, a roof, on the Roof is a classic. And we want to let you know, guys, that this is happening It's already underway, but we've got showings tonight at 7 p.m., Saturday, 7 p.m., and Sunday, 3.30 p.m. What an epic event. What's this partnership look like with Chicago Hope Academy? Oh, it's been wonderful. It started with uh, my friend and co-director, Professor Rachel McKelvey, casting her pastor's daughter in the show because there are a couple younger daughters And the daughter attends Chicago Hope Academy, and that started conversations about a potential joint production. The Chicago Hope Academy has lent us 10 of their students, several more as crew members, and also lent us their space, which has a lot of flexibility and a decent amount of seating. That's awesome. Now, I got some good news for you, Boom Crew. You don't have to be a rich man. You can get to this thing. We've got a keyword for you if you want to check it out and get tickets for one of the showings. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, text tickets to 312-274-9624. Text tickets to 312-274-9624. Jory, tell us about the music department here at Moody Bible Institute that's putting this on for those who aren't familiar with it. Oh, I would love to do so. Actually, this is a show with a lot of music majors in it, but we probably have students representing 10 different departments here. And um, one of the great things about our music department is that it services all of our music students, but it also provides lessons, ensembles, and musical participation for the whole entire campus. Awesome. Jory, thanks for being with us today, sister. 
Again, you want to get tickets. Just text tickets to 312-274-9624. Fiddler on the Roof this weekend. Text tickets to 312-274-9624. Talking about Jesus and having fun while doing it. We're Carl and Crew Mornings. You know, on this Freedom Friday, we celebrate the freedom that we have in Christ. An assurance of salvation is one of the great conundrums and sticking points for a lot of people today in this world. A lot of that is due to the fact that we find ourselves bombarded with accusation like, oh my goodness, how can you live like you live and call yourself a Christian? That's a very real battle. It's that sanctification process. We've all faced it. But for some, it's a question that leads to a why in the road that says, I've never really followed Jesus Christ. I'm not a, I'm not a disciple. So coming up here in just a minute and a half, we're going to break down for you what Jesus said to a man, a very young man, who had an honest question. How do we know how to get to heaven? And Jesus responded with three key words that you need to hear today. Hang on. Boom Crew, celebrate what God is doing in you. This is Carlin Crew Mornings. What would it be like for a young man to have traveled for three years watching Jesus do miracles, witness him stand strong in the face of incredible hatred? The Pharisees hated Jesus. And would have it caused some questions in his mind? It did. Jesus was talking to his boys those insiders, and he was talking about going away. That would have been another curveball because they thought the Messiah was coming to set up shop, put himself right there in Zion, take the highest seat in the house, kick booty and take names, man. That's what they were expecting. Yeah, he's going to come in. He's going to fight for us physically. Physically. Jesus said, I'm going away. Thomas, a young man, said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? And Jesus said to him these words, so powerful, I am the way and the truth and the life. Very important words that Jesus said here. I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. It wasn't just about going on to be with God for eternity. It was a quality of life and a way of life. Everything was changing. How do I know this? Jesus said, I am the way. Now you need to know scripture, interpret scripture. And he says, there is a way that seems right to a man, but the end of it leads to death. Jesus described the way that seems right to a man as a broad path that leads to destruction. And he says, I am the way. So I got a few questions for you today. You, God brought you here today for this reason right now. There's some good news. Are you ready to go the way of Jesus? It's a path less traveled, and it requires this. You've got to turn your back now that has been turned to God and say, I'm turning my back on this way that seems right to me in this broad path, and I'm going to turn around from that way. Oh, it's a high cost. It means you're saying no to all the solutions, all the strategies, all the stuff you've done on this broad path to try to make your life work. And it's a holy moment when you realize, oh my goodness, that hasn't worked. So one question, are you willing to go God's way this morning? Make it clear with this next one. I am the way and the truth, the truth. A lot of us find ourselves awakened by the power of the Holy Spirit that I've been living a lie. 
Oh my gosh, I've been living a lie. Question number two, are you ready to walk in the truth? It's tough because walking on this broad path and, and living a lie, you can cover those things at times and you can scrub it up, but by the power of the Holy Spirit, maybe the Spirit of God is telling you today, you haven't been walking in the truth. It's power, the conviction of the Holy Spirit to tell you, you, you haven't been walking in the truth. Quit living a lie and start following Jesus Christ. Are you ready? Then he says, not only I'm the way and the truth, he says, I am the life. And the Greek word here is an important word. It's the Greek word zoe. And it's encouraging because the very things that you've been looking for on the broad path, Jesus says, I am all the joy, satisfaction, peace, love, the power that you need to live in this world and go to the world beyond the new heaven and new earth are found in me and in me alone. So no music playing in the background. Just a simple question, right, Allie? Yeah. Just simple question. And I got to ask you this morning, my friend, you, are you ready to go God's way? Now, on that broad path, there is church on that path. You can go to church and be on the broad path. You can do good things. You can have moments of, of virtue. Yeah, you can have moments of virtue. But are you really ready to go God's way today? And are you ready to quit living a lie? I can't talk you into this, but the Spirit of God can. He can say to you this morning, and oh, maybe he is. You've been living a lie. It's time to walk in the truth. And are you ready for the life that is only found in Jesus Christ today? And this is the way it rolls, man. This is it. We've all got to get there. Allie had to get there. Yeah. Young Thunder had to get there. Super Dye had to get there. I had to get there. We weren't born there. We're born again there. And I'm asking you, are you ready to give it up to Jesus today? Go a new way, walk in the truth, and experience life in Jesus. And scripture is evident. Full-blown, broken surrender and repentance, believing that only Jesus and Jesus alone can save your soul. It's a, it's a beautiful moment. It's that moment when you gulp and you go, whoa, I'm at a Y in the road and I'm asking you to follow Jesus. So let's go through it. Are you ready to say, I'm ready to go your way, Jesus? Just right now, wherever you are, just under your breath, out loud, just say, yes, I am. Are you ready to stop living a lie today and walk in the truth with Jesus Christ? Say, yes, I am. And are you ready for the abundant Zoe life that is found in Jesus Christ, that even through adversity, there is hope, there is comfort, there is a friend. His name is Jesus. If that's you, just say it right now. Yes, I am. And I want you to know right now, you've just prayed a prayer, the sweetest prayer ever prayed. It's a prayer of your heart that is agreeing with God. It's a prayer of the innermost person in you that's saying, yes, I'm going God's way. And if today that is you. You are brand new. The old is gone. The new has come. It's a powerful spiritual mystery. It's almost hard to describe, isn't it, Alan? It really is. It, but I love this passage of scripture. It's so good. I mean, it breaks it down in such awesome ways. And if today you are saying, Jesus died for my sins, he rose again. And I don't know why I didn't get this before, but I'm going his way. 
I'm stopping living a lie and I'm ready for the life of Jesus. I want to welcome you to the family. You are a new creation in Christ. The old is gone. The new has come and you are going to take some first steps and we're going to help you today, right now. We got a resource that we're going to send you. It's got four very practical things that we want to help you with. Three of those have a link. One will help you find a Bible. It's going to help you find a Bible if you don't have one to help you take these steps. We've looked at all these Bibles that are in this link. You just grab one of them. It'll help you find a group of people that are going to help you on this journey. It'll show you what to look for in a a a disciple-making church. And we've got a cool little thing that we're going to send you physically for free that's going to help you live in the power of God and say no to self-help ever again in your life. So how in the world do they get this link, Allie? Just text the word NEW, N-E-W, text NEW to 312-274-9624. Today you are new in Christ. You are on the narrow path that leads to life. Text NEW to 312-274-9624. Today's your day. This is it. All the answers, all the questions, those gnawing secret thoughts you've had. Am I really born again? Do I really know Jesus? Today is a new day. Text NEW to 312-274-9624. Come on. Soon as you can get to a phone, just text that in. We've got, we've got more than just you, my friend, coming in today. You've got other people across Chicagoland and maybe beyond that are surrendering their life to Jesus today for the first time. This is awesome. Absolutely awesome. Text NEW to 312-274-9624. In just a couple of minutes, we'll shout out. We will shout out the last four numbers of your telephone number just to say, welcome to the family. Just the last four numbers, we're going to shout them out. And I got to tell you, God is doing a good thing here this morning, Allie. God's doing a good thing. Already coming in. Welcome to 3543-8244-5397-6168-2272-9363-3325. Last couple digits of your phone number. Way to go, guys. It's a brand new day. You are new in Christ Jesus. Wow. Okay, coming up in a little bit here, we're going to... We're going to expand. I think we're going to expand on this a little bit and go, all right, now, how does all this work? In fact, I want to do something really different. I want to break down this link that we just sent you and walk you through it. Those of you that are brand new in Christ, we're going to take just a couple moments, just break it down. We're going to do everything we can to help you in these first new steps with Jesus. You're like a new baby. You've been born again. Everything is new. Welcome to the family. Text NEW to 312-274-9626. Taking next steps with Jesus each and every day. We're Carl and Crew Mornings. This is an awesome day, and we've got a good number of you responding and surrendering your life to Christ. A couple more that have just come in. Uh, 3201-0042. And we just want to encourage you. I want to break it down here for a second. The the beauty of of the word of God is that it gives us 
absolute clarity, especially these words in John 14, where Jesus looks at Thomas because he's going, hey, how do we know where you're going? I've seen you do miracles, but what, what? And he says, I am the way and the truth and the life. And there's a number of you, good number of you that have surrendered your life to Jesus Christ. And you've said, I'm going his way. I, I'm done I'm done with living a lie and I'm ready for the life that is found in Jesus Christ. And this is a new birth miracle that can only be done by the power of the Holy Spirit. But we've given you a link that's going to help you. And let me just ask the team here. How important is it to get your hands on the word of God? Absolutely vital. (laughs) It's vital to your spiritual life and growth in Jesus. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the... The evidence of this, I think for me, there's a reference to streams of water and a tree that's planted by the banks in Jeremiah. Forget the reference. My bride was talking with me about it last night. But in Psalm 1, the person who meditates on the word day and night will be like a a tree planted by streams of water. Their leaf will not wither, and in all they do, they will prosper. The word of God, if there's been any prospering in my life, life as a man, prospering as a husband, prospering as a radio host, prospering as a driver on I-90 when things are crazy. If there's been any prospering in my life, it is directly linked to the word of God. So this link that you got, if you are new in Christ today, uh, gives you a link so that you can purchase a, a Bible yeah. with direct links. This is a good one. This yeah. is a good one. And we vetted these Bibles that are on that spreadsheet. So you're good to go. There's also a question that you've got to ask because it's important that you find yourself with a, with a group of people commonly called the church, but a group of people who are really committed to being disciples of Jesus Christ. And let's clear up the fog. We put a link in here that's going to help you look at those identifying characteristics of a healthy church, not a perfect church because the church is full of people. But a church is going to help you grow, and this is vital as well. It is. We don't have a list of churches because we don't know where you're located, but we give you the top seven things to look for in a church. One example being what kind of leadership should the church that you choose to go to look like? That's all broken down with scripture, so that's in that link as well. Yeah. It's so cool. And then uh, we've got a resource that we're going to send out to you that'll help you say no to living how you have thus far. And that's self-help and say yes to God's power. And it's probably, I, I, this is, this is a resource that's going to help you break free from, a, you're going to get a head start here because you're going to break free from a lot of the stuff that a lot of people that have been in church a long time have been stuck in. And that is thinking, okay, God saved me. And you've been at this Y on the road this morning and you know it. Some of you are wiping up tears. But a lot of us go back to trying to live in self-help. And we're going to try to break you out of that ditch where you think, oh, now I've got to make this happen in my own power. And I got news for you. God has all the power you need to live this new life. In Christ. So if that's you today, you're new in Christ, just text the word new to 312-274-9624. And then the link that you get has all of that. So spend some time with it. Just text new to 312-274-9624. Oh, my goodness. Welcome. And this is the perfect song. There's been a table set for you. Those of you that are brand new in Christ today, we're helping you take your next steps with Jesus. 
Don't just keep it to yourself. Give what you've heard to a friend with the Carl and Crew Showcast. Just go to carlandcrew.org. Man, overjoyed for what God is doing in your life. Uh, we'll try to get, Allie, get as many numbers as you can here. Yeah, I want to welcome to the family, 1791-2701-2105-3704-7662-0286. Reading out the last four digits of your phone number, 3631 3983-2206-4342-9615-7837-8693-0455-4441. Four two five nine. It's a tremendous day. Today is a tremendous day. I'm talking like my dad the older I get. My dad would be so fired up for these new he followers would. right now. He absolutely would. A couple more just coming in. 1791, 1800, 2701. And if we missed any of you, I apologize. Lots of text messages mixed in there as well. But we know that God sees you. Yeah, God sees you. Some never texted before here, which is just an awesome thing. But rest assured, we're here to help you take your next step. Be sure to not just grab that link, but to open it and to take steps. Getting your feet under you, brand new follower of Jesus. You'll scrape a knee or two, but God's got you. You are in his hand and he will never leave you. He began the work. He'll carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. He's got this. Okay, coming up. Allie's got a question for you. Let's get a couple answers in here. Yeah, we're looking at John 14, 6. Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. When did you realize that Jesus was the only way to life? All the other paths that you had tried to find life left you empty. When did you realize that Jesus was the way to life? 312-274-9624. Boom Crew, celebrate what God is doing in you. This is Carl and Crew Mornings. All right, guys, uh, we're rolling here today on this Freedom Friday, seeing people go a new way, quit and live, stop and live in a lie and embracing the life that's found in Jesus. According to John 14, it's so cool. And Allie pitched a question, when did you realize that Jesus was the way to life? John, first time caller in Chicago. What do you say, my man? John, how you doing, Carl? It's doing well. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, we got you loud and clear. When did you realize Jesus was the way? Yeah, so I'm 52 years old right now. It was probably my sophomore, junior year when I went to the University of Illinois, which obviously is a university that represents, I don't know, 90 different cultures. And it was there. There was a guy named Cliff Connectly. I don't know if you know Cliff Connectly. I don't know that name, Uh, no. He's an evangelist that goes around to universities and stands on the quad and partners up with uh, the Christian organizations there and preaches the gospel boldly. And I remember listening to him for probably an hour to two hours, just defend the Christian faith to every difficult question, every other religion out there. And then I also had a roommate when I was at the University of Illinois that was a Taoist. And it was through just basically evangelism and sharing my faith with people uh, with different religions that through that process that I came to understanding that there's a lot of holes in these other religions and Christianity was solidified as being the way, the truth and life, just, just because every religion requires an element of faith. But I think the substantial evidence that, uh, you know, Christianity has, 
allowed me to you know secure that understanding when I was probably a sophomore junior and then it was through you know like what Philemon 1 6 says I pray that you be active in sharing your faith so that your knowledge of God increases and it was probably at that University of Illinois that I really came to the understanding that, that Christ and, and the truth of scriptures and, and what what it proclaims is the, is the absolute authority in the way the truth and life John that is powerful wow. you you sound to me like uh, what were you majoring in there by the way <laughs> well um, I started out as a pilot uh, at the University of Illinois, and then after throwing up on my first student, I realized that probably wasn't my career calling. <laughs> <but then> I... <laughs> that old <laughs> motion story, sickness. So, so boats and planes were out for you, right, John? Yeah. And I was like, okay, after after 390 hours, maybe I should do something else. And so I went into the business world. Then I went, and then I got called to go into ministry. Oh, really? So I actually, uh, I actually started out as a youth pastor with no experience. The youth pastor looked at me and he said, hey, we got to get you some kind of Bible training. I was like, okay. He's like, we should probably send you to Moody or something like that. And I'm like, what's Moody? And uh, <laughs> I didn't even know what Moody was at the time. It's okay. So I ended up going to Moody. I, got, I ended up going to Moody. I think 12 years later, I got my MDiv at Moody. It took awesome. me 10 to 12 years or something like that. It's good pace. And I was, in youth, I was at youth ministry for 15 years, and then I transitioned into the financial industry. So the only thing that I know how to talk about now is money, religion, and politics. Well, that's a win, win friends and influence people right there, man. John, you're uh, in a, you know, yeah. that's, that's great. I love your spirit, man. Uh, God's given you some good gray matter between the years. Uh, you know, let, let me run this one by you. I'll never forget when I had a, oh, I don't know if he was called an apologist, but he was a professor that um, actually it was in his, I was in his uh, class on harmatology, the study of sin. What a compelling class to sign up for, huh? (laughs) Let's let's go study sin. And he said something that stuck with me to this day. He said, you know, every other world religion, Hinduism, Islam, materialism, you list them all, Taoism, you you name the whole, all of them. Every one of them have something in common that Christianity does not have. In the center of all of them is man, me. I got to make this go. The unique yeah, thing about yeah. biblical Christianity is Christ is at the center in either he makes it go or it doesn't go. John, what do you think about that? Yeah. Yeah, I was just reminded that another kind of quote relating to that is every other religion in the world requires you must do, do, do. Yeah. And Christianity is the only one that requires it's been done for you. There's nothing that you can do to add to what Christ has done. Amen. And even in Galatians, it says that that. Uh, if right relationship with God could be obtained through good works doing, then Christ died for nothing. Yeah, and we're, and so we're to be pitied. So there's nothing that we can do to add. Yeah, it's nothing we can do to add the sufficiency of what Christ done on the cross. And 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 Christianity is the only religion where Christ, you know, who we follow, has actually lived amongst us and demonstrated and lived out perfectly for us. Yeah this faith that we believe in, whereas every other religion, it was typically from one person that got a vision or a dream from one person. And then all of a sudden the religion started from that. Yeah. It's, it's no, man, it's so cool. You know, John, I want to tell you this too, guys, I was on a, um, I was doing a Google search on what to do when you're grieving over sin. And I stumbled onto a teacher of Islam and a mom who had a, had a blog. And I thought, Huh. I'm going to read this thing. And you know what, John? His direction to this guy that had asked the questions, the guy that asked the question, what do I do, man? I feel like I'm smoked with sin. He started off well. He said, you got to be honest with it. And I thought, that's great. 
And then he said, and then you got to get the prayer rug out and you got to be on your face multiple times a day and you got to get this worked out. And it was all back to this is what you got to do. And I thought, yeah. Ooh, should I jump into this thread? The Holy Spirit said, don't jump into the thread on this thing. I didn't feel called to that. But man, what freedom we have in Jesus, John. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say that, uh, you know, over the last couple of weeks, I've, I've had an opportunity to talk to several people. And I, I just asked them straight up, have you ever heard the gospel? And, you know, you ask them diagnosis diagnostic questions like, Hey, if, if God said, why should I lie to heaven? What would you say? And a lot of it is, well, I hope, I hope because I've done X, Y, Z. And then I just simply ask people, well, have you ever heard the gospel? What, what does it mean to you? And then when you share it with them, they're like, I've never heard that before. And I'm just, I just think that harvest is plentiful and ripe and it's, it, people are, 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 are desiring the truth. And we have to, we have to encourage people to be bold and share the gospel. And I think that, um, you know, you mentioned sin, you know, that, and I, and I was thinking about, um, one, my brother, I always share this illustration on my brother years ago, had this pain in his side and it was so bad. Finally, after three days, he went to the doctor and they said, you have a ruptured, ruptured appendix, which obviously if you don't get surgery on that at the time, it's going to kill you. Yeah. But how foolish would it be for my brother to be like, ah, no, I'm not going to do anything. But it was because of that pain, that quote unquote sin that caused him to, to seek out an antidote, the solution. Yeah. And I think that when we preach sin, it's a it's a blessing because we need people need to understand, like Ray Comfort says that we're all lying, adulterous, murderous thieves. That but that helps us understand the need for Christ even more when yeah. we understand our depravity. So it's a blessing to understand our depravity, not a curse. So, right? Yeah. But I think you know, it, it's like we're never gonna have a we're never gonna seek out a doctor if we don't understand our need for Christ. And so we need to be bold but loving with people, you know, if people but are tell them the truth they need more law. Yeah. Yeah. I mean tell t- in love. Yeah, and I think, John, you nailed it, man. The amount of people that have never had a fair shot at the gospel. I mean, the good news that we're sinners in need of a Savior and speaking it in love and truth. I mean, we just saw it happen this morning. John, I don't know if you've been listening, but we've had we've had it, probably 40 people respond to Jesus this morning who all we're te- telling them is awesome. he's the way, he's the truth and the life. Right, Allie? That's yes, all we're telling them. That's simple. And are you willing to stop yeah, I, living I, yeah. a lie? Are you willing to embrace life found in Jesus? You get the final word, and then we got a boogie yeah. here, dude. And here's the last thing I do. I golf a lot with people, and I got guys on the golf course who usually take to the second hole, and I say, hey, you know, one of my favorite verses in Ecclesiastes it says it's better to go to a house of mourning than a house of feasting, for death is the destiny of every man. And I know that sounds kind of morbid, but it's actually very powerful. Think about it. You get 60, 70, 80 years here in life, but eternity is a super long time. Last time I checked. Yeah. <laughs> How much time and effort do you give to thinking about where you're going to spend eternity? And every single person has to deal with four questions. Origin, meaning, morality, and destiny. Where'd you come from? What's, what's the meaning of life? How do you determine right and wrong? And where do you go when you die? And, and please give some thought and time to that because, you know, eternity is a long time. Eternity I think people just, time. we don't, we don't think deeply about eternity and it's, it's, it's mind boggling, but I just think we get busy. And we yeah. don't take the time to think about things that really matter. So, so yeah, blessings, man. Appreciate you guys. And yeah, I love you, the gospel. man. It's awesome. Yeah, proud of you, dude. Thanks, John. Wow. First time caller from Chicago. What a treat. We had him on longer than most of our guests come on. Here. <laughs> it was great. That was a Freedom Friday surprise. Well, he's right. We don't see, I, this is my contention. How many people actually know the gospel? Not many. Scant few. Not many. Scant few. Everybody. I mean, man, growing up in high school, because I I wasn't, I didn't know Jesus. And so I hung around a, a lot of people who didn't know Jesus. 
and all of their views on it were, I got to do, 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 do these things, and it's not what it is. No. They, it's we, done. We missed the whole thing. Okay, coming up in a moment, John couldn't do it, but maybe you can. What am I talking about? <laughs> Flying. 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 <laughs> we'll give you the whole vision straight in. Whether it's number one or 100, take that step with Jesus today. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. I got a passion to do this more often than we've been doing it. I want to feature what's going on at Moody Bible Institute and Moody Aviation and all the opportunities we have. There's a lot of people out there that just don't know what we don't know. We've got someone who knows some stuff. Cynthia Barkman is with us here. How have you been, young lady? I have been really great. God is up to awesome stuff. He always is. But I've been noticing it a lot lately, and I'm just so excited. What's your role at Moody Aviation, and where are you guys located? So Moody Aviation is in Spokane, Washington, and my husband and I live there. And we work in safety and do audits worldwide. I work with women. And I also currently work in the admissions department. Wow. Okay. There's a lot to cover here. I want to go back, though. You're a missionary kid, right? I am. Give us the story. This is a great story. (laughs) You know, I grew up, when I was six weeks old, my parents moved into the jungle. They were about a month from the closest town by water and walking. Six weeks old. Yeah. Just awesome. Like their courage. I didn't really understand that till after I had kids. And they built a little tin house. They had an airstrip that people behind them had before them had started to build. And we lived there and they learned the language. They did medical stuff for people. They shared the gospel to the best of their ability. And I grew up among tribal people who were Stone Age and didn't know the gospel. And as I grew older, Those people heard the gospel and I saw that place changed and saw that whole community just transformed by the truth of God's word. Makes me cry. Yeah, it's overwhelming. Uh, When you think about, I mean, you get back here stateside and you could get cynical because you could see ambivalence and not only to people around the globe, but even the pure gospel that we have. We got so many resources at the ready. Sometimes that over accessibility breeds contempt. It does. It's almost like an inoculation to the truth sometimes. Yeah. And I think we just hear it so much, we think it doesn't really matter. And we lose sight of the fact that God has transformed our lives and he wants to transform other people's lives. And the gospel does it every day in the word, time with Jesus. Like, wow. Okay. I want you to fly the flag high here. Moody Bible Institute, what do you want people to know? There's a lot of folks that do not know that we are training folks to take the gospel around the globe. Absolutely. And I think, you know, mission aviation is sort of in the middle of the spear. We're not the pointy end that are people sharing the gospel in tribal locations or with unreached people often, but we are supporting those people. Yes. And behind us are so many people in the local church, in local communities, believers. And I think we are challenged to do that when we're biblically educated and we understand who God is and what he's done. And Moody Bible Institute does such a profound job of teaching that. We just have great profs. We have got a great education and it's super affordable. Yeah. And we at aviation are just like one little branch, but it's fascinating to go overseas and see all the Moody alum 
that Moody Aviation alum are flying for. And I just think that's beautiful how radio, publishing, education, aviation, we're all working together to see the gospel available. It's a great effort. And we're going to have a link for you here in a little bit, but I really want to pique your interest on this one. There's some of you maybe that are parents or grandparents or you're young enough to be listening and who knows. But there is a enough of a passion and a heart for God and a question about where they go. If nothing else, it'd be great to take a tour or to go online and just check out what we do here at Moody and just fill this place with young, hungry men and women who are ready to take the gospel around the globe. Amen. And, you know, maybe you don't feel ready and you want to get ready. This is a great place to do it. Yeah. The admissions team does a great job of campus visits here. I was here for my first one because I live in Spokane and I do visits out there. But being here and just seeing the energy and the profs that are there and heads of departments and just the way people are working together to equip young people to take the gospel further, to serve in their local church, to disciple people to work with the least and the forgotten. Like, it's amazing. It's an amazing thing to be part of. And Moody Bible Institute can train you. I asked a bunch of students this week, like, what's your favorite thing about Moody? Because I'm weird and I just went to student dining I'm hall. I'm glad and you did that. <laughs> I just went down there and sat with students. And I'm like, what's your favorite part of being here? And almost all of them said the community. Like, they just love the like-minded people that they're doing life yeah, with that Moody great. Bible. That is great. Okay, coming up here in a minute, specifically Cynthia and her husband Gary are in Spokane with Moody Aviation. We're going to find out, are there slots available? What kind of skills do you need to have? They equip you a ton, but what skills do you need to have? And uh, let's get some signups for Moody Aviation today. Oh, let's do that. (laughs) I would be so excited. Wouldn't that be thrilling? (laughs) Yes. Hang on, details coming up. Your spiritual pit stop to keep you going in the race. We're Carl and Crew Mornings. Well, if you got a heart for travel, we might have the plan for you. Cynthia Barkman in studio with me this morning. We're talking about Moody Aviation. What in the world is Moody Aviation? So Moody Aviation is one of the oldest training schools for missionary aviators. And that's our gig. We train people to do missionary aviation. And a lot of people don't really know what that is. But it is using aviation, using airplanes and fixing airplanes to spread the reach of the gospel, to make the gospel available for more people. Do you have to be a licensed pilot to come to Moody Aviation? Absolutely not. Moody Aviation is a five-year bachelor's program, and we take you from knowing nothing to being ready to sign up with a mission aviation organization like MAF, JARS, Ethnos 360 Aviation, or a slew of other ones. So you don't have to have a license. When you get out of there, some will go down the pilot route, some will go down the mechanic route. There's a lot of different ways to go when you get to Moody Aviation. That's absolutely true. So we have a maintenance program and we have a flight program. If you are a pilot, you are generally required to do maintenance also. So your first year is all Bible and then you'll do a year and a half of maintenance and then two and a half years of flight or specialized maintenance. And the specialized maintenance program right now, missions are just screaming for maintenance specialists, people who can run shops, have leadership capacity and are really good at fixing things. That's awesome. And we're talking to people right now that either listen in and have an interest in this or parents or grandparents that go, man, I got to get some information to my kids or grandkids. What kind of skills do you need, though? This isn't just every person that can jump in with Moody Aviation. 
Absolutely not. It's really niche. So my husband's a pilot mechanic and he loves to fly things, drive things, fix things. I think you have to have a heart for machinery. You have to be good at processes. You have to have some sort of spatial intelligence and a heart for God is at the basis of all that. But you can have a heart for Jesus and not be a great aviator. So you got to start with the heart for Jesus if you're going to be a missionary and you have to have skills driving, flying, fixing kind of things. If we could put a number on how many people you could handle there, how many more could you handle at Moody Aviation? So... We would love to have an incoming class of 50 for fall of 2024 and succeeding years. That would be great. And right now we have 20 people accepted. They haven't all matriculated. So there is still room for you. Okay. This is tremendous, guys. I'm asking you to really take a long look at this one right now. And And I mean this, parents, grandparents, listen, don't let your students just go out there and play a guessing game. If they've got a massive heart for God, now they've got to be transformed by the power of Jesus. Amen. And they're on a discipleship path. But if that's them and there's a heart for something like you've heard from Cynthia right now, would you do this right now? Text the word fly to 312-274-9624. Just the word fly to 312-274-9624. And uh, we'll get information out to you about Moody Aviation, and there's links there to Moody Bible Institute. One of the great ways to find out if Mission Aviation is for you is to come see our campus. We do three times a year. You can come visit. You can fly a sim. You do some maintenance. You talk to our people. Oh, we have amazing sims. They're just like flying airplanes. In fact, they can make you sick. That's great. Well, that's a real simulator then. <laughs> yeah, it's really serious. So it's a great way. Those campus preview days are the best way to find out if you're a good fit for this program. Okay. Give me a story from your students, someone that came and God lit them up. One time my husband was joining one of these campus preview days and he met this young man and this guy was like, yeah, I'm married. I have a kid and everybody else is young and Gary said, well, you know, maybe this is a fit for you. And throughout the day, this guy just got super lit up. And I was doing a retreat that weekend. His wife came and joined us and they just came on fire. And through five years of the program, more fire every year. And they're headed to Brazil to work with a Brazilian organization right now. They're just doing their final training. We are so excited for them. Oh, how thrilling. So you don't have to be a young single adult. You can come there as a married student. Absolutely. You can come married. You can come with kids. And we're seeing God do amazing things with more mature students. That's fantastic. So I'm even thinking 20-somethings, maybe people that have a degree and are wondering what to do. Absolutely. Because they haven't figured out their fit. Yes. This is powerful. Text the word FLY to 312-274-9624. FLY to 312-274-9624. Let's fill up the incoming class for 2024. Thank you, Cynthia. Hey, this is Carl with Carl and Crew, and I'm so grateful that you listened to this showcast. Thank you mostly for being part of the Boom Crew. As we help you take your next step with Jesus, you're a huge encouragement to us. We'll be here again live every weekday morning from 5 to 9 a.m. Godspeed.